welcome to another episode of the All or Nothing podcast. I'm your host, Lily, and today's episode is going to be different in some kind of way because I'm recording this from Egypt. I'm here for a vacation for a week with my mom. She's not here in the room right now. I just kind of kicked her out and I was like, yeah, I'm not recording it <laughs> with you in the room. So I kind of kicked her out and she's like laying in the pool. And once I'm finished with this episode, I'm going to get her, we're going to get dinner. And I have to say, I've been really enjoying this, but that's not, that's going to be like a part of the episode, like a catch up, like what I'm going to be doing this week. Just a little bit more of that before we get into the episode, which is going to be about relationships. Because let's be honest, one of the most fun, one of the, my most listened to episodes was the one about toxic relationships. I feel like it's the one where I get vulnerable the most, most, where you learn a bit about me, a little bit more about me, and I feel like it's time for another episode like that. So today, it's going to be quite like about taboos, about just different things in relationships, and at the end, I have like a list of like 10 red flags, <laughs> because you know, our girls, we kind of see them, but then we don't want to see them because we really like the guy. So I was like, let's include those for my ladies who right now are falling in love with a walking red flag. Before we get into the episode, as always, we have our weekly segments. And as I said, I'm going to include a bit of a more detailed description of a quick look into my life. Just because I'm somewhere exciting and there's been a lot of happening, there's going to be a lot of happening this week, and I just want to talk with you about it. So my favorites this week, or actually last week, have been taking chances. Because I've met, just like, he might be listening to this, you know, because I have it linked on my Instagram, and he already said that he loved it. So he, I think he wouldn't mind me talking about it. But I've just kind of met a guy at like the pool we were at with my friend last week and we have been kind of like texting on and off and I have a date scheduled once I get back. Like literally I fly back home from Egypt on Sunday and on Monday I'm going back to Prague to go on a date. I have no idea what we're doing because he said it's a surprise. I'm like, ladies, let me tell you, get yourself a man who will plan the date. Like, <laughs> he was like, yeah, I want to see your eyes again. And I was like, well, I have time this date. <laughs> and he was like, ah, I have, that I have that day time. I also have time that day. I'm so excited I can't even speak. <laughs> and uh, then literally my next text message was like, well, okay, I'm sure you'll plan everything and I'll just need to look good, right? And he was like, yeah, I do. You don't understand what I felt at that moment. Literally, like my jaw dropped. <laughs> it's not even like a big thing. It shouldn't be that big of a thing. But literally, this is the first guy I have found. Literally, we don't know each other. We've texted like two days since we met. Like, just like 20 texts. And he said, yes. He said, wear a skirt. Come looking great. <laughs> I'll pick you and we'll go somewhere and it's going to be a surprise. 
literally my jaw fell. Like, you don't understand it. Like, I feel like a lot of girls will if they're not in a healthy relationship. But this was such a big thing for me. Like, literally, you, you don't understand. But <laughs> taking chances. Why is it taking chances, you may ask? Because I was the one who talked to him. Uh, he was a bartender at the pool. And I was like, I came there for a drink. My friend actually kind of like was, well, let's say a whole story here. Me and my friend, we went to the pool. And we were kind of looking at lifeguards. As I said in the last episode, it's kind of like what, what I do. <laughs> and I, she kind of joined in. <laughs> so we're looking at the lifeguards. There were not many hot ones. There were some cute ones, like, don't get me wrong. But no one, like, caught my eye. So what I kind of did was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, no one's here, like, don't care. And then we went, uh, like, we went, we were close to the bar, but we just walked away from it. And she was like, hey, that bar is kind of cute. And I was like, I can't see him. I don't have my glasses. <laughs> so literally, we, we went away. And then I was like, okay, but he's kind of cute. And I still haven't seen, like, his face or, like, him up close. And I was like, yeah, he's kind of cute. So I kind of made myself crush on him without knowing what he actually looks like. <laughs> Just saying, I'm kind of a weird girl, you know. But what happened next was that we were there with my friend's brother and his friend, and they were like, yeah, we're going to get beers at the bar that he was working at. So we went there, then I got, like, a virgin strawberry mojito, I think I did. Well, and I was like, yeah, he's actually cute. So I had to build up my courage to ask him, so we went away. And like before we left the pool, I was like, nah, I'm not going away without this guy's Instagram. So I literally went to the bar. He was like, hey, do you want anything? And I was like, no, but are you single? He was like, yes. So he gave me his Instagram. It was really cute because they didn't have like a paper and a pen at the bar because it was like a pool bar. And he literally went inside like the just inside <laughs> to find a pen and paper to write me Instagram on. And it's going to be weird, but I still have that paper in my wallet for whatever reason. I just find it really cute that he just went looking. He, he, he was trying to just tell me. And I was like, yeah, could you write it? And he literally just went and tried to find a paper. That was really cute. Yeah, but that's <laughs> why you should take chances because you never know. It might work out, like literally. Um, I'm also, also with this, it goes, don't be scared of new people, which I kind of am, because in Egypt, the guys here are so, so weird, like, literally, yesterday, I have been called princess, today, I have been called the queen, like, what am I going to be called tomorrow? <laughs> I have no idea, but people here are really weird, and once you say, once you tell them that, like, yeah, I'm from Czech Republic, they start, like, saying Czech words like ahoy and it's like so weird <laughs> I'm kind of scared of them but I feel like the more time I spend in Egypt it's going to just get better so trying not to be scared of new people and the last thing is it's okay to have fun which I feel like is a thing that I have uh, been not doing or ju I just feel like I have been always so stressed about working like I have to do this I have to do that I can't spend time to do things that I like and right now right here in um, Egypt I don't really have much time for working 
because I'm having fun. And I feel like it's okay to have fun. At least, like, I've been feeling so stressed from going back to school. And I feel like having this trip, like, so close to coming back to school is the greatest thing I could have done. Because I'm going to get so chilled out this week. And the stress isn't going to come, like, after, like, a month of school. Which is so great because I always get so stressed at the start of the new school year. Also, if you can hear anything, um, it's kind of a loud hotel. There's a lot of kids. So you may hear just like kids screaming for whatever reason. Who knows? <laughs> uh, now I want to get into a quick look into my life. It's already been five minutes. This is going to be a 50-minute episode. Well, hope you're going to enjoy it. Because there's going to be a lot of shit talk. <laughs> so... I said it 20 million times, but I'm in Egypt. Um, we have some fun things prepared with my mom. Like tomorrow we're going to... Oh, I don't know how it's in English. Tahara? Well, we're going to see the pyramids, pretty much. That's like what the whole trip is about. And we may get like a boat ride on Nil if we have enough time. We're going to go to the museum. We're going to see like all the different stuff. I'm going to take a lot of pictures, but there's not going to be a... There's going to be, pretty much, there's going to be a picture overload on my stories because I'm, there's no Wi-Fi in Egypt. Like, literally, the Wi-Fi here in the hotel isn't as great as it should be. Like, I could, can only have two devices with one. There's, like, it's so different and so weird here. I can just have, like, one or two devices locked on the Wi-Fi with the same, like, logins. So every time I want to log in, to use my uh, notebook, I have to log out of my phone. So that's just really weird, but there's gonna be a picture overload once I come back, which is gonna be at like, I think 11 p.m. Not really sure, it might be around like 10 to 11 p.m. We're gonna be literally getting up at 2 a.m. and like 2 a.m. we're leaving this hotel because it's a long, it's a long drive and I'm just, I'm just going to have so much fun. Well, actually not on this trip, but the next day we're going snorkeling. We're going to go to a boat ride, then we're going to be on the beach. And then I, I'm not sure if my mom, my mom doesn't snorkel, so she's not coming with me probably. But then the boat will take us to like a snorkeling place. And I love snorkeling, so it's going to be, I'm going to really enjoy that trip. And we also have one last trip, and that's just to the city, Borgata, is it? Uh, I'm really bad at pronunciation, so. But we're going to go there. We are going to, like, do, like, the city tour, and we're going to be dressed. They're literally part of the program that day. It's getting us dressed into, like, their habits, the habits that girls wear, like, having to the almost the whole face covered and like the whole robe. I'm going to enjoy that so much because I literally, literally bought a scarf today so I can do the hijab, hijab, hijab styles. And I'm so excited. I've already been spending like 20 minutes, maybe even more, just looking in the mirror, trying different styles on and I'm loving it. So if some of you see me wearing that, like once it's winter in Czech Republic, like don't be, don't be weird about it. I just fell in love with it so much. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just saw, I saw today the version where just your eyes are out. So it, the only feature of your face you can see 
is the eyes. And I just love it so much. I don't know why. It just gives me such feminine energy for whatever reason. And I feel like I haven't really been feminine or embracing my femininity as much as I want to. But I've been really loving that. So I'm going to be doing that pretty much every day I'm in Egypt now. So you can expect a lot of photos with my hijab on. <laughs> and I feel like that's pretty much all that's happening. I already told you about the date. Don't know what we're doing, but I'm really excited for that. And yeah, the last thing that we're just going to go to in our weekly segments is an affirmation. And today's one is a, I don't know how I call it. I just found it really inspiring because it's a lot about mindset, about positive thinking, and a lot about actually taking the chance, which I feel like it's kind of like the main theme of this episode. But the affirmation is, I am the creator of my own reality. We're going to get into the episode now because it's already been like 30 minutes that I've left my mom at the pool and I've already talked about how like approaching and how kind of weird the men are here so I don't want to leave her hanging there because she's not really good at speaking English like let's be honest here and I just kind of don't want to know what she'll get into so I'm gonna wrap this as as fast as I can, but it still might be like a 40-minute episode. Because what I want to talk about today, as I've said, is relationships. First, I um, I kind of want to talk about taboos and just not so normal things in relationships that I feel like things that have been normalized, that shouldn't have been normalized, or things that should be normalized but are not. And I kind of want to start with the girl making the first move. Because that's actually what I've done, like literally. Um, that's what I've done in getting this date that I'm going on. And I feel like there's a lot of things why this is like a taboo or just not a normal thing that is happening. Like girls are always waiting for the guy to come and like ask them on a date, ask for their Instagram, you know, making the first move. And I just think I just think it's so weird. Like, why don't us girls make the first move more often? Like, I feel like we kind of have an eye on where someone when someone likes us, when someone just feels attracted to us, or at least I do. And <laughs> actually, I'm always that friend that's like, yeah, she likes you, or yeah, he likes you. It's so obvious. How can you not tell? That's kind of me. But I feel like it's just the thing about girls waiting for a guy to make the first move is I think mostly because it makes us feel wanted. It makes us feel like the prize that he comes to us. And if anything goes wrong, like you can always say no, you know. But I feel like as girls, we should take our life more into control, not just waiting, sitting and waiting but rather than that, just go and talk, go ask for that Instagram. Like, as I said, guys, they, they will usually say yes. They will usually give you the Instagram if they don't have anyone. anyone. 
That's that's an important question to ask also. But also, you just have your life more in control. Like, why wouldn't you want that? Just doing what you want to do rather than having to say yes to someone just asking you. I feel like maybe why we don't do it as often is because it takes a lot of courage. And it's kind of expected of the man to make the first move. I don't know, what, I don't know why it's just been normalized and I feel like it's a weird thing. But it takes a lot of courage. <laughs> Before I went to the guy at the pool, I was literally thinking of doing like a vodka shot <laughs> just to get me like into a more talking mood. And I didn't. I built up my courage and I went there and I feel like it's been a good thing so far. I'm seeing a few icks here and there, a few red flags here and there, but it's definitely not a walking red flag as my last, as my ex-boyfriend was. So I feel like it's getting, he's getting a decent score for now. <laughs> if he's hearing this, he's going to be like, a decent score, bitch. <laughs> Nah, I've I've had fun texting with him and I'm kind of waiting like on how the date will go until I'm like, yeah, I don't want to see you again or I actually want to be seeing you again. But I'm kind of letting it be. It's going to be how it's supposed to be. And actually, with this, with him making or planning the first date, I want to talk about equality. That kind of goes in hand with that it's been normalized for the guy to make the first move. But equality in a relationship is so important. Uh, and I'm talking in everything, like communication, effort, paying even. Like if you have a boyfriend, well, at least if I, when I had a boyfriend, we usually split meals. When we went to the cinema, he would buy the tickets and I would buy the food and drinks. Or if we went to a cafe, maybe he'll pay one time and I'll pay the next time. It's kind of like, why should the guy pay on the first date? That's kind of the question that I'm trying to avoid, because he shouldn't. I mean, if he's asked you on the date, then I feel like it's appreciated. But... Definitely, if he, like, starts getting his card out of the wallet and not asking me, like, if I want to split it, or if he says he's paying, then I'm going to try to be, like, well, I should pay my half, or I should be the one paying. But if he says, no, he's okay with paying, then do it. We, as girls, love to be spoiled, so we'll let you pay if you really want it if you really want it. Um, and equality just goes in everything. If you com communicate a lot and the other person has issues with communication, that's probably not going to work out. The same with effort. Like, equality is a thing I have been, I think our society has been going, trying to do, trying to have equal rights for men and women. But I feel like in relationships, there's still some things expected just from the man and just from the woman. Another thing that I want to talk about is having best or normal friends of the opposite 
uh, opposite sex. And I don't know why this has been like, no, you can't have a best friend, a girl best friend, if you already have a girlfriend. Like, yeah, your girlfriend can be your girl best friend, but I don't see why you couldn't have a girl best friend as well. It's kind of like, uh, there's been this on TikTok, it's been like, it's still pretty much there's a video here and there. But there's always like this video, do you see your dad having girl best friends? And I'm like, no, because that they lived in a different time. It wasn't really like, at their time, it's, it was still pretty much like, you find the one, you marry them. Like, let's be honest. I have divorced parents, but I still feel like they have been together before they got divorced for like 20 years. They've met when they were, what, 19, I think. So it's kind of a different time, you know. And I personally am a jealous person, and I feel like a lot of my friends know this, but I actually don't mind uh, the one I'm having, the, the one I'm with having someone close or being close to someone with the opposite gender. If I trust that person, I'm going to have no issues with it. Even better if I know that friend. I don't have to be like friends with them, but if I know them and I know they're not like going to try something, then I'm okay with it. But if the person I'm with reassures me that, yes, there's nothing going on, I feel like it's okay. It's just as long as you trust that person and he trusts you, it's totally fine. I don't know why it's just been so like normalized to know you can't have best friends of the opposite sex. I have a really good friend. I feel like he's kind of angry at me for getting a date. <laughs> Take it as you want. But I have a guy best friend and we're on really good terms normally. And like, it's actually one of the really good friends of my ex-boyfriend, which was kind of great when I was dating him. But right now it's kind of like, ooh, <laughs> icky. But... I'm not going to, like, kick out the best guy friend from my life just because I get a boyfriend, you know? Like, it just doesn't work like that. Next thing I want to talk about is going out and socializing separately. I don't know why it's been normalized to go everywhere together as a couple. There's these couple that, couples that do it, but I feel like I personally need time for myself. Yes, I love to spend every minute I have with my other half, but it's really important spending time apart. Like, you have different friends, different opinions on things, different just things you like to do. And it's nice to do these things with different people rather than kind of forcing your other half to do it with you just because you're together. I also have, I have, what, two more things and one of these is just for the girlies. Okay, well, one of the last things is following the timeline. I feel like this goes for everything in life, though. Like, there are people telling you on how many, how many dates you should go, on how many dates you should go before becoming exclusive, having sex, getting married, etc., and 
Like, it doesn't work that way. I feel like I'm a person who, once I get a boyfriend, I'd like to get married or at least I feel like I love to get engaged in like four to five years of us dating and then married after like six or seven because I want to have a long engagement. But there's people that are together for, let's say, a few months and are, or, and are already engaged. There are people who are together for longer than eight months or eight years and they're still dating. So there's no really a timeline to follow. Like, have sex with whoever you want, wherever you want, whenever you want. Like, it shouldn't, there shouldn't be a timeline. There, usually on, like, health and wellness podcasts, on these dating episodes, they usually talk about, like, you should wait four to five dates before you have sex with somebody. If you want to sleep with someone on the first day, do it. It's not my style. I sleep only with people that I'm exclusive with. But if you want to do it, do it. No one's stopping you. And as I said, this last thing is most of my girlies. And that's waiting or wanting more than just the bare minimum. This is a topic I could talk about for hours, literal hours. I've had experiences with three toxic relationships, each in different way. But each time I kind of got, like, way less than I deserved. And I said this is for my girlies, but it's for both genders. But I feel like when us girls are with somebody, we are most likely going to be obsessed with them, do anything for them. At least I'm this kind of person. But I know a lot of us girls are this way. But for whatever reason, guys just don't put the same effort in relationships. I'm not saying all guys, but the ones I've dated, definitely. So I'm going to talk just like from a girl's pose, but it can be the same way for guys. I'm not telling it can't. But as girls have been finding even the most basic stuff hot, like Wanting to spend time with me? Text me good night and good morning. Plan a date. Buy me flowers. Literally, that's what a guy should do. When a guy wants you, he's going to show it. And I feel like, like, girl, have some confidence. We are worth way more than that. And if a guy is just doing the bare minimum, I mean, match his energy and he isn't going to be like, liking that like trust me it's so weird and just so I don't know like us girls just give more than we receive and I, I think it's not just us girls but it's based on personality and stuff but a guy should be matching your energy if you like I'm gonna put like different things that have definitely been been not matching my energy in my three previous relationships. But, well, my last ex-boyfriend not wanting to spend time with me. Literally, we were catching up two days a week 
Um, sometimes that was even too much for him. We were texting, I don't know, three to four hours a day, if I like take it on and off. And we didn't call because he hated calling because of his ex-girlfriend, not me, but the, a few ones he had before me. Again, should have gone to therapy because of that, didn't. I can't. I've talked about him way too much on the toxic relationships episode, so I'm not going to give him as much credit here. But the ex before that, he lived in a different city. So we kind of didn't see each other much, but we are texting pretty much 24-7. Again, not the way it should be, but I was, what, 15 at that time, maybe, 15 to 16. So still pretty young, like it's been a year, but. And then he would dip, literally for like a week maybe sometimes two weeks, and then he would text me again and be like, hey, sorry, I felt depressed. First of all, if you feel depressed, you should probably talk about it with someone, not me, because I'm not going to be your therapist. And second of all, you should at least put like one text, like, hey, not feeling well, we'll catch up later. It's not that hard. It's really not that hard. Okay, um, I kind of had enough relationship talk because I'm stressing myself out about one fucking date that I don't even know if we'll go anywhere, literally, like, so stop stressing myself and I'm just gonna give us the red flags, the 10 red flags that I've written that I feel like are the most important one for me, I can't, just, just can't with anyone who's gonna be doing this, but... This is for my single ladies because I know for a fuck we can't see the red flags when we like someone. The first one is being rude to anyone. A server, literally anyone. If you go on a date to a restaurant and he's rude to the server, like, no. No, 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 no. Literally, if anyone bumps to him, like, and he starts being like, oh my god, like, Mm -mm. No, 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 no. Um, the second one is being angry too much over little things. I feel like us girls do it. That's kind of like, oh, a red flag in me. But what I mean is I wear a crop top. My ex didn't like me wearing, like, revealing stuff. And I was like, babe, I'm going to be wearing it because I like it. And then once we, we went to, like, a party... And he was drinking, he didn't pay any attention to me. And I was like, hey, babe, like, I kind of, like, we're here together, remember? Like, can I at least sit next to you and can you, like, hold my hand? That's literally all I wanted. And he was like, and then it was like a whole two-hour conversation about how I'm keeping him so, like, too tight and stuff. So I'm not, ha I'm not dealing with anger issues again. Literally, no, that's the biggest red flag a guy can have anger issues no way you're not going to be seeing me again third one is not matching your energy we've already talked about it it's a big turn off it's not something you want in a healthy relationship 
fourth one is actually I feel like a lot of people will not say that this is my red, like one of my red flags in guys, but it actually is like being way too touchy way too early. If we go on a date, if I like you, I will kiss you like on a first date. I will. I'm telling you that right now. But if you want to have a whole makeout session, like get a bit too much, <laughs> that's not going to, mm, no, we're not going to be doing that. Uh-huh. Maybe if I'm drunk, but as I said, I'm not sleeping with anyone. Mm, I'm not in a relationship with, an exclusive relationship with. So being way too touchy, way too early. And I feel like with this actually goes the fifth one I wrote. And the fifth one is saying I love you after less than a month of knowing each other. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just have like one sentence to say to this. And that's no. You don't love me. You just want to fuck me already. <laughs> I feel like he's not going to say that this is true, but it is. Uh, my ex-boyfriend, the last one, said to me he loved me. Through text, first of all, that, that that should have been a red flag or at least an egg. But he said he loved me after a week. We haven't even been dating exclusively. He said he loved me. I wasn't prepared to say that back, but I still did. And I feel like that that should have been like a really big like whoa moment. That like that's not gonna work out. After a week, texting, we saw each other like three times that week. How can you love me if you don't even know me? Guys, stop. So just know that is a big turn off. Sixth one is not enough communication. I've talked about this. One of my exes did it. If you don't have time, just write one fucking text that says, sorry, going to work, we'll text you later. It's a way better thing than nothing. Because our, as girls, overthink a lot, like a lot of girls overthink a lot. And we're not going to overthink things if you write that one simple text. That's all we need to sleep better. That's all we need to do our things in the day. And not just wait for your text if it's even going to come. The seventh one is can't have fun without alcohol. Again, going back to my ex-boyfriend, I've learned a lot of things from him. But if a guy, his, just him having fun is just drinking, that's a no. That's a no for me. It might not be a no for you, but that is a red flag for me because alcohol isn't a way you should have fun. Like sometimes, a few days back actually, when I was with my grandma still, no, when I was at my dad's, I literally put my headphones in. I didn't drink anything. I had a non-alcoholic beer, I think. But that was like a few hours before. I literally just put my headphones in. I played music and I danced in my room for an hour. I had so much freaking fun just dancing with myself. I didn't just dance, I have to say. I also took some spicy pictures, but no one's going to see them except me. Because no one has to see them except me. This makes me feel hot and confident, so... But 
that has been the most fun time I have had in a long time. Uh, the eighth one is not supporting your dreams. Again, going back to my ex, I was kind of streaming for a while. And I told him, like, hey, I'm kind of loving what I'm doing right now. And I feel like it's, it could be something that I do in the future. And literally what he replied was like, well, you've got it given. And I was like, what? And he was like, well, your mother gave you a whole gaming PC for Christmas. And a whole mic and stuff like that. And in my head, I was still like, I was like, well, I still have to kind of like, gain fame if I say it that way on Twitch and he was like well you've got to give him you've got it easier than me because it was also one of his dreams to actually like start streaming on Twitch and we argued for literally an hour and a half over text and at the end he was like well yeah you're right I should be happy for you but an hour and a half about me following my dreams no, 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 no. As I said, I've learned so much from him, and I know I don't want a relationship like that ever again. Um, the ninth one is when you don't know what's up with him most of the time. This goes back to getting that one text and to my previous, previous relationships, relationship and just not knowing what's up with him. If he doesn't text you, if he doesn't call you, if he doesn't plan anything, act like he doesn't exist. Because he kind of doesn't. He's a ghost at this point. So that is also a really big red flag because we want guys who communicate, who tell us that we're pretty, who ask us on a date, and who want to spend time with us. And the last one I have, again, because of my last relationship, is being controlling over what you can and can do can wear or can't wear, or who you can hang out with. There has been so many people that my ex controlled me over. Wearing makeup, first of all, I don't wear like shit ton of makeup. And if he, he doesn't even some, he didn't even like know that I was wearing makeup when I was, but he was like, I don't like when girls wear makeup. So I didn't. I sometimes did, and he knew when I did because I told him. But you can't even tell on me, like, most of the time that I'm wearing makeup. It's just to make me feel better and more confident. And also, as I said, like, the tank tops, the crop tops, showing my boobs out, <laughs> that was a big no. And also, hanging out with his friends, which also should have been such a fucking red flag. We went to, like, a different city when even we weren't together and we went there i found some really good friends i don't talk with them anymore because i feel like it's in the past it's a part of that relationship and i kind of don't want to go back there i still sometimes text with those people but that's all and after like two months three months of dating i went there alone we are kind of like on a break he was like do i want to date you don't i want to date you he was like he didn't know so i was like yeah well I'm going there to your friends. <laughs> um, from that day, we were together for another four or five months. Actually, no, three or four months. And I couldn't go there anymore. Um, I did, 
once more and then we had a whole screaming conversation over the phone while he was screaming I was like yeah well fuck you but we still didn't break up after that like I really have to like I've been saying those things to you and I'm not even following them so I have to take it in mind my own my own things because I haven't been following them and I should because I would have such an easier freaking life. <laughs> but that's going to be all for today's episode. So I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, give this episode a rate and review. We're also, I didn't say it, we're also on Apple Podcasts. And some, some freaking kids are screaming in the hallway. So sorry if you can hear them. But yes, we're already on Apple Podcasts. I'm so hyped about it. I'm going to talk about that more in the next episode because it's going to be like a back to school episode i'm going to be mentioning my ipad that i'm going to start working on for school and if you enjoyed it as i said give it a rate and review and i'll catch up with you guys on monday's episode as always so bye